Wednesday at SCC, the crew returned from the Dallas Card Show and recapped their experience, including a big-time deal to land a killer grail card. Find out what went down coming up now on SCC. Welcome to episode 24 of Sports Cards Culture. I'm Chris, Chris underscore H-O-J, here with Nick at StiffArmWax on Instagram, Christina at Christina's PC on Instagram, and Josh at Cardboard underscore Chronicles on Instagram. Today we are going to recap our trip to the Dallas Card Show. So Thursday, May 20th was the first night of the Dallas Card Show. It was for those holding VIP tickets as well as dealers setting up, but it was a pretty packed event. Josh and I got to the venue, in fact, a few hours early. Do you remember when we went without you, Christina, to record an interview for the One of One documentary? Shout out to George and Nico. Josh, how did you enjoy being interviewed for the One of One documentary? Uh, We finally arrived as a card ladder team on the mainstream documentary scene. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, it was was different because we're used to sort of controlling the the recording you know controlling our content so to have different questions you know come at us from a a more general uh, point of view was was fun and uh you know i i thought uh it was a little bit more stressful than i'm used to you know like uh, the more lights and a little bit more uh professional so i thought it was uh good for us though good practice yeah in fact uh the lights fell over a few times uh during the documentary which only added to the tension uh then christina after the after we did our interviews for the one of one documentary christina came over fashionably late to the show um i was still early you guys were just wicked early so let's set the record straight we all walked the floor together for a few hours this is true christina how would you sum up the first night at the show the first night was crazy there were so many people there i thought it was a good meter for how the rest of the weekend was going to go that yeah. first night kickoff some people we talked to said that was the most well attended the night before event ever was and i'm glad we went and were there the whole time it gave us a chance to see a lot of people that we frankly wouldn't have had time to see yeah had we only had friday and saturday the focus for that first night was uh just walking around and getting a feel for the show and like you said, meeting people we went, we probably wouldn't have had the chance to speak with uh, and talk to some dealers who were setting up to see, get the general vibe of the show, and I thought it was fun. So something else interesting was happening on that same first night, which was Thursday, like I said, May 20th. Besides being the first night of the card show, PWCC's first ever premiere auction closed on that night, and so did a relatively small heritage auction. Card Ladder, in fact, tracked $7.31 million in sales that day across eBay, PWCC, and Heritage, making it the sixth highest day of sales tracked by Card Ladder in the last three months. The next two days on eBay following that Thursday night, concurrent with the Dallas Card Show, saw high spending amounts even as thousands of people were busy doing stuff in Dallas. Uh, May 21st and 22nd had 2.3 million and 2.4 million respectively in eBay sales tracked by Card Ladder. Then you get to Saturday. Saturday was the busiest day at the Dallas Card Show, uh, but at the same time, a huge auction hosted by Golden was ending that night, which resulted in Card Ladder tracking 16.24 million in sales from that Golden auction. That number was the second highest total that Card Ladder has tracked in the last three months. The second highest while the Dallas show is going on. Spending on eBay remained strong on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday after the show. 
Those days each had roughly 1.5 million in sales each day. In total, from the Thursday night on which the Dallas show began, on that Thursday, all the way through the following Wednesday, that seven-day window had $32.54 million in sports card sales tracked by Card Ladder. Certainly was one of the strongest weeks of spending, if not the strongest, ever tracked by Card Ladder. And it all happened online while a well-attended sports card show was happening. So, Josh, there was a tremendous amount of spending on sports cards across PWCC, Golden, Heritage, and, of course, eBay while the Dallas Card Show was underway. There was deal-making happening on the floor of the Dallas Card Show as well. From your perspective as somebody who was at the card show, did the online marketplaces siphon away money that would have been spent at the show? Did the show siphon away money that might have been spent online? What is your perspective on the swelling number of ways that we can now buy cards across numerous online marketplaces as well as increasingly in person at shows? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that Those two things siphon from each other. There's only so much money in the hobby to be spent by by collectors, by investors, by everybody. I'm, I continue to be amazed about where this money's coming from. You, you, all that stuff you're describing, millions and millions of dollars, all within a three to four day window is just... I said on my story on Instagram that this hobby can really take a punch because I think to be able to withstand that much supply in that short amount of time is is honestly remarkable. Like Let's just say you have a, an average collector who, only, who has, let's say, $5,000 to spend and you're going to the Dallas show and you're watching these auctions. There's some, there's like a PC card that comes up in one of those auctions. You're at the Dallas show, so you don't want to spend all your money. You're in this sort of tug and war game with, do I buy something that I'm here in person? Do I win the auction? So clearly you can only choose one of those things. You're going to siphon money from one or the other, depending on what you choose. It's just simple math at this point. Like there's just not infinite money in the hobby. Plus I think like when you're already at the show, you've already invested the time and the money to get there and stay there. So it's kind of like you don't want to spend money online because that would make the trip pointless. So you almost want to spend the money at the show instead, no matter what's coming up for auction. It's pretty incredible that while the show was ongoing and then even the three, four days after the show, yeah. uh, online spending and transacting sports cards was very strong it raises questions like so there was several thousand people at the dallas card show at least how big of a percentage of the sports card market are those people are they still buying online while they're there or are they not even really taking them out of the online buying equation does it matter i so many questions to think about but one thing that's for sure is that the amount of money spent on sports cards recently even as uh, all-time highs are becoming less frequent, um, they still happen every day. You can read about them in the card letter newsfeed, but they're, they're less frequent. You know, we're seeing maybe 10, 15, 20 a night, maybe 30 mm-hmm. right now. There was a point in time in February and in early March when we were seeing, I don't know, 50, 70, 80, even more a night on card letter. But nonetheless, lots of money being spent. Maybe it's just more, it's being spread around more. Uh, Christina, if somebody wanted to look at card ladders daily aggregate sales tracking because yes. card ladder reports that statistic every day we do where could they go to see these million dollar figures that i was referencing they could go to the dashboard so you want to go to cardladder.com and you can see this right in front of you if you're a pro member you want to click on the dashboard uh on the left menu panel uh i don't know what nick is doing but I'm he's act- cracking acting it out oh, okay, yeah. okay thank okay. you christina all right 
Uh, yeah, in, exactly. in my opinion, in, in my opinion, one of the most important macro uh, measurements that we have Definitely. in the limited hobby analytics space. Yeah, there's just there's just so much money being spent that I don't even think, other than short of that dashboard where we actually do show the specific dollar amount, which if you look at it, the overall dollar amount is staying pretty consistent with the last few months, even though there is you know a, a, tr a downward trend on the price of a lot of cards. The overall dollar amount being spent is still really, really, really high, and that just means either there's more collectors buying more things, or you know there's just more supply coming to market and people are continuing to buy more. There's just there's a lot of activity, and they, all these different marketplaces popping up, it's making it harder to keep track of everything. But there's you know even with all of these things happening, the prices are still really high, so it's it's incredible. I, I don't know where these people are coming from. <laughs> It is. I don't know either how many more are out there. Okay, coming up on Sports Cards Culture, Christina and I talk about a card we secured at the Dallas Card Show. Imagine everything you love about the hobby in the palm of your hand. An entire store at your fingertips. Everything you need to know about cards is within your grasp. Unlock the secrets of the hobby. Plus, so much more. You don't have to imagine anymore. It's here. Card Ladder. Get the app today. Watching SCC Sports Cards Culture. Keep up with the crew and follow them on all the socials. Plus, join Josh and Chris and sometimes special guest Christina every Friday night on Instagram Live. The crossover. So, shifting gears here. Yes. Uh, Christina and I made a deal. The two we of did. us as a collecting unit made a deal with another we are. person. And we did. It was not online, but it oh. was on the floor of the Dallas Card Show. So on Friday, while Josh, Christina, Brett from Stacking Slabs, and myself, we were roaming the floor together in Dallas, we stumbled upon the booth of Wes Love. He can be found on Instagram at Top Rooks. At Top Rooks. We shout had, out to Wes. Shout out to Wes. Wes had on display a BGS 8.5 Auto 10 copy of the 2018 Immaculate Collection Luca RPA jersey number parallel. So Immaculate's base set is numbered to 99, but then there's a parallel with hollow foil that is numbered to the player's jersey number. So in this instance, Luca's jersey parallel is numbered to 77. Pretty much as soon as I saw that card in person, I knew that Christine and I had to have it. So Wes told me the price, and then I said we'd take a night to think about it and perhaps come back tomorrow to make a deal. Well, when Christina and I returned to the show on Saturday afternoon, I walked straight up to his booth, <laughs> pulled out a box of slabs that we'd brought just in case an opportunity like this arose, and we started putting together a deal with Wes. Now, Wes only wanted rookies, so that ruled out some of the MJ, all the MJ inserts that I brought. He also ruled out a few of the rarer cards that were difficult to price. 
Uh, but I still had plenty of cards left that he was interested in. So we went through them one by one. We figured a value for each using recent comps. A couple of times he was hesitant to accept a card that I was offering, such as with the three gem mint copies of the Luca Prism base uh, that I was offering. But he specifically said, you know, he was trying to stay away from high population cards like that. But I said, hey, man, I will knock off 25% of the value for each. And that enticed him to want to make the deal. And after that showing a good faith on my end, he was pretty generous when valuing the rest of the cards that I was offering. And the cards ended up totaling about half of the value of the RPA. And then I was happy to provide the other half via PayPal. I'd say it took about 30 to 45 minutes to close up that deal. Yep. So, Christina? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, though. So, what did... Because we talked about in the Wisconsin Dells show that a lot of people, like, wanted to trade. Mm. So, what was his... Did he want to trade or did he want cash? Like, were you the one who says, hey, guy, I got cards that are, mm. like... I definitely initiated <laughs> the trade. He definitely okay. said, hey, guy, I got cards. <laughs> yeah. that, those were his exact words. <laughs> I initiated the trade. <laughs> Um, none of those, none of the cards that were in that box, with the exception of like one or two, were really PC. Um, and uh, the Luca Prism base gems were just burning a hole in my card pocket, and so I was ready to move those, Re- very ready. But you know, those cards are p- pretty darn liquid; <laughs> they sell like twenty to thirty times yeah. a day on eBay. That's why, okay, and since Christina just dropped the card, why don't, Christina, show the show the card's packaging, because this is why it gets bundled like this, like it's winter. So the card is in this, we'll call it a leather bag. I can't get it a out. Wallet. And then within the leather wallet, see, this, and this we do this that Christina doesn't Slowly. take the card it's out. It's Christina proof. It's Christina proof. Here, do you like need me to take ladder. it out? Yes, I do. It's in a slab guard. Slab guard. Slab guard is a great, great company. Take it out of the slab guard. I there, can open that one. There it is, and so this the car, the slab is protected from people accidentally dropping it. Okay, like so, Christina. Yeah, wait. Why did you have her take it out of everything? Well, oh, no, I'm kidding. Just so you could see it more beautiful now. Okay, so Christina, first of all, yeah, two questions. Shoot. One, do you love this immaculate RPA as much as I do? Probably more. <laughs> Probably more. And two, what was your opinion on the deal making process on the show floor? I know you said you felt like I was maybe giving too low evaluations on our <laughs> cards do you have any other thoughts um, you gotta you gotta work with someone when you're making a deal and like of a trade especially um and when someone's paid to set up at a show and they're trading a awesome card that you want to add to your pc and you're trading basically single dollar bills for a 100 you gotta sometimes give more uh than 100 single dollar bills for a crisp 100 um and that's what we did so like while standing there was i happy that like chris was like yeah take 25 percent off of what this costs no but in the grand scheme of things it was important to get the job done it was and 25 percent um it's generous, but and, and it's, look, it's, it's not, to, and look, there's nothing wrong with being generous. Can no, we just say that too? But it, here's the thing: twenty five percent. So let's say we wanted to sell those Luca Prism well, based PSA tens on I, eBay. There's going to be an yep. eleven to twelve percent fee, and then also since we're into those cards for pennies, uh-huh. the tax income on those cards. Yep, we would be way above a twenty five percent hit if and, we actually just sold them <laughs> ourselves. 
And what I was going to say was 25% in the scheme of things for Wes, our, the dealer that we worked with, paying to set up at the show, paying to uh, go to the show, like having to put in the time and effort to flip those cards is not that big of a commission on his end. So, you know, you got to make concessions on that end so that it works for both parties. Well said. All right. So it's safe to say that my favorite part of the show was us landing that card. Wait, did what did Josh think about that deal? Did who do you <laughs> think had the better end, or was it fair? Or yeah, I mean, I always side with the collector who gets the rare card that they want, and especially like I'm not a big fan of uh, like Panini RPAs other than the NT, but I actually do really like that one. That's definitely my favorite of the RPAs. My second favorite, sorry. Uh, like I don't like the flawless and the, all the the main immaculates because they all kind of have that same white background look. But to have the holofoil, the team colors, the jersey match, there's a lot of cool things going on with it. So I think you guys won that deal. Yeah, and 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 awesome. by, by the same token, I mean Wes, I think did quite well too. He got great value on the card, got to move a big item, got half of it in cash, and the rest in liquid cards. Win win. Okay, but all right, so. That was our favorite part of the show, perhaps. Well, I mean, it was, but getting to watch the first game of the series in Dallas in at the bar restaurant with Josh was pretty exciting, too, right after this deal went down. We went, we made reservations at we a did. restaurant <laughs> that doesn't do reservations. She just was to like, make sure, we could uh, watch sure, I could do that for you guys. <laughs> Some Texas hospitality. All right. That so, Josh. What was your favorite part of the Dallas Card Show? If you if you had to hone it into one experience or one moment, hmm. Uh, probably when uh, Brett and I were looking to buy some wax, because one, I never buy wax. Uh, you know, two, I don't. I I hadn't met Brett before, and it was a lot of fun just kind of walking around with him, and we were sort of plotting what wax we're going to buy and we we're asking some friends like what's the best value you know because we wanted to open it we didn't want to <clears throat> flip it and we weren't looking for you know we weren't looking to spend three grand on prison basketball or anything like that so we bought some 2006 bowman chrome football for like 150 bucks and it's just like a random year but a fun box to buy and open so that was i'd say that was the best moment actually have the box that josh bought here um, he didn't want wasn't it. <laughs> a real winner of a box so he gave the contents to Christina and I very generously but Brett Brett's uh, box turned out pretty well for himself <laughs> uh... yeah we each opened a box and I would say <clears throat> the top like seven cards of the two boxes were all his so <laughs> yeah That's enjoy my enjoy my crisp one dollar bill there guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that speaks to is that um that really like uh some of the most memorable moments it shows are making deals and buying stuff. You know, it's a rare opportunity. You can get it. It's not like when you're buying online, you have to wait for it to come in, wait yeah. for it to come on the mail. You can get it right there. You can enjoy it in hand. Uh, good. That's that's a lot of fun. All right, Christina, I've got a question for you now. So you and I got into Dallas on Tuesday night. We went to the yep. grand opening of Sappy's. Yep. We spent time at the on card Wednesday. show with Josh on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Got to enjoy dinners with Josh as well as friends and colleagues in the industry all throughout the week and weekend. But Josh, you and I kept working on Card Ladder that whole time. We'd go back to the hotel after the show. We'd all pull out our laptops, get to work. We'd add a new feature, respond to users, keep adding new cards, stay on top of vetting daily sales. 
tell me about what it was like working on card ladder while on the road it was kind of like working at, on a card ladder at home except josh was there <laughs> So uh, when I asked for something, he couldn't he couldn't ignore my DM for a couple hours and then be like, oh, I'll get to this tomorrow. It was like I had him in sights Um, like a spider trapped its prey in its web. Like if you want this truly, then you better add this feature. No, it was really fun. Um, I know Josh had said it and I'm going to steal his line, but it was it was very much kind of like. like garage feeling of like the three of us in a room together for the first time working on this instead of remotely working on it true Um, and let's not ignore stiff arm wax right cole right riley south the whole team um, right who who, and others who continue to contribute and work as well but we were we were all together yeah it was fun yes i I just want to say like it was fun good okay Josh, what about you? How did you like? Did I annoy you that badly, yeah, Josh? How annoying no. was Christina on a scale of nine to ten? No, I thought uh, you know, like handling the customers' um, questions and feedback on some like the subscription stuff and like people wanting to get their promos through and stuff like that. Like you and I, like troubleshooting that on the fly was kind of fun. And I, th- you know, it's it's fun to like help customers you know in person together like that was great and then my other comment was like when we were we're all hanging out i think it was friday night and we're all you know talking drinking talking cards and chris is just sitting there and is and like literally i was like you guys are watching card ladder right now chris over there clicking submitting sales vetting sales looking through everything like you know being the gatekeeper of card ladder what the thing that makes card ladder what it is is chris sitting there boop 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 like multitasking (laughs) talking to us with his back turn to us <laughs> but still present and chiming in from time to time all right uh final question here for josh before final thoughts josh you brought some big boy cards to the show including a lebron exquisite rpa uh we also got to look through some other collectors collections uh that contain some really awesome cards tell me a little bit about the importance of sharing our collections with each other at card shows yeah people were surprised i brought some of those cards but um you know i i love bringing my cards that's to me that's that's the number one point of the shows is to share collections maybe you know most people would say it's to buy and sell and trade but for me it's you know it's showing off my collection to my friends that don't get to see it in person or you know vice versa seeing other my friends collections that they bring and so I think more people should be bringing their cards. You know, wink, wink. You guys didn't bring enough. Very disappointing. You you gave us some uh, confidence, I think, to be able to do it next time. Oh, Christina's still not. No, not because I know my boyfriend who likes to sell He's cards sell out for me. He brought my pink, my last pink cracked ice, and that went into the trade. I didn't even know he brought it until he popped it out on the table of the trade. You said I could get rid of that card. I did. Yeah, not that stuff. Like the MJ stuff. You know, the good stuff. Yeah, that stuff's not going anywhere. Yeah, see, exactly. He wants to bring my stuff, not his. <laughs> but it's ours. Yeah, sometimes it's ours, sometimes it's hers, depending upon the card. Okay. All right. So, sorry to interrupt there, Josh. Yeah, please continue. No, I, I just, uh, nothing really much more to add. I just, I like looking at other people's cards and collections, and it feels safest with me anyways, you know? If, it, if I'm going to... You know, lose all my cards. I'd rather it be my own fault than 
being lost somewhere else that's not with me or something you know i'd rather lose the game taking the last shot <laughs> fair, <laughs> uh, yeah, like fair points all right christina and then josh to close here last question christina do you have any final thoughts on the dallas card show yeah i thought it was a great time and i just want to give a shout out to everyone who came up to us and said hello uh it really meant a lot uh your kind words and support your hobby love that you shared to the three of us um, separately and together. It just, it means a lot that you guys took the time out of your show to tell us like that we're making an impact and you you enjoy what we're doing. Um, so I just want to shout out to all of you guys. You know who you are. And I also want to give a shout out and some hobby love to Dr. James Beckett, who invited the three of us to the Hobby Content Creators Dinner on saturday night and uh it was a great time and uh nothing but uh amazing support and uh all the best to everyone uh who was there and uh yeah dr james beckett the goat of the hobby well said josh any final thoughts on the dallas card show yeah we didn't really talk about the whole you know camera crew thing at the at the show but i guess i would just leave with some small tidbit of uh you know passing wisdom to really uh be present at these shows if you're gonna go uh you know be in the moment of everyone you're talking to try to get as many conversations as you can have fun and uh we'll be in uh chicago for the national and hope hope they keep the fun going well said all right that'll do it for episode 24 recapping the dallas card show look forward to the next show already see you guys next week Thanks for watching. Tell us in the comment section below what the crew should cover next week. And don't forget to subscribe. See you next time at SCC. Sports, cards, culture.